Welcome to Lifestyle Listener, a weekly podcast helping you find a more balanced life. I'm Samantha, a certified integrative nutrition health coach, and along with my friend Jessica, we're going to take a more holistic approach to help break down the barriers you face when it comes to your own health and wellness. So join us as we tackle life, one conversation at a time. Welcome to the Lifestyle Listener Podcast. My name is Samantha, and I am your host, and I'm here with my friend Jessica, and we are ringing in the new year. Yeah, hello, Samantha. Hi, Jessica. (laughs) All right, so uh, how was your new year? It was really good. Um, You know, we had a few friends over, and our kids were all there, Mm -hmm. so they were just like truly ringing in the new year because they were running around and so excited and, you know, all of that, so... Um, it was low key. I mean, there's no more getting totally wasted and everything for, right. for me. And I don't want to do it. It's not like I feel like I miss it. I just don't want to do it. Right. You know? and right. So, um, but it was it was good. It was a, it was a good time. How yeah. about you? Yeah, we did same kind of thing. We had our kids um, and we took them bowling. They did like a big thing here in town with the bowling alley where, you know, a special and you got two hours and it was cosmic bowling. And that was fun. And we went with some other friends with their kids and then we all went back to um, one of the houses of whoever it was and had appetizers and the kids were on the trampoline and, you know, just that kind of same stuff. And then actually it was funny because um, when New York rang in the new year, all of us were like, oh, can we just ring in the new year now? Because <laughs> yeah. I kind of want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which I had like my realization, like, oh my gosh, we are totally... I mean, and I was okay with wanting to go to bed. And uh, so we were home by 1130. And actually, my daughter was the one that she was like, Mom, we have to at least stay up to midnight. Uh So I stayed up with her. And we rang in the new year. And then like, literally 30 seconds after it struck, I'm like, all right, bedtime. (laughs) (laughs) So but it's good. I mean, I'm kind of like you like it just you know, I, I woke up New Year's Day. I didn't feel bad. I took all the Christmas stuff down. I got to the grocery store because I hadn't been in forever. I mean, just did the things that I needed to do. Yeah. And I didn't have this massive hangover. And yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was a it was a good way to start 2020. Yeah. And I can't, you know, I think I probably talked about it on the podcast before, but you know, me drinking a bunch and then having a headache or uh, a hangover the next day is um like maybe one of the worst experiences I could ever have for myself. Cause all I think about the entire time is like, what did I say last night? <laughs> what did yeah. I do last what night? What did I do? What did like, I say? Yeah, oh, like remorse. Yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. I don't get blackout drunk or anything, but I still don't necessarily remember, you know, all the conversations and I don't remember, you know, and I'm like, yeah. you know how I say, I, I mean, it's, it's my own issue. I get that. You know, I'm already loose lipped as it is. And, <laughs> And I don't, you know, and I always put my foot in my mouth because just the other day, my friend came over an old, an old friend of mine and she listens to this podcast. So she'll hear this, but she has two uh, boys and I'm totally sober and I, and her kids are out there with some like pool noodles, just beating the crap out of each other. Sound like something. And it was hilarious. Um, But you know how those go from like, 
like hitting and beating yeah. each other too. I'm I'm gonna pissed. I'm pissed now. I'm gonna totally <laughs> yeah. take you down. So anyway, yeah. I ended up saying like, "Have your kids always played rough?" And she was like, "Yeah." And I said, "Did does your husband play rough with them?" And she said, "Yeah, he's always been." And I said, "Yeah," because that's like a learned behavior. And <laughs> I was just so like, your kids are learning how to be rough. <laughs> yeah. So I'm gonna actually have to ask you to leave because yeah. I don't want my kids around. Well, no, I didn't mind it because she said, "Oh, I need them to stop." And I said, "No, absolutely not," because my kids, you know, I think that. I don't know. I think with boys and the girls too, like you can yeah. totally play like that and you know, whatever it was, but, but I didn't mean it like, Oh, that's a learned behavior. That's bad. I yeah. didn't mean it that way. I yeah. mean like even kids with really, really good quiet manners and they just sit there and they draw all the time. Like I think that there's, you know, there's, there's, there's natural tendencies to want to do that. Yeah. And then, you can also encourage that. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like rough housing, going yeah. outside, playing football. Yeah, natural kind of natural tendency for my child, my mm-hmm. children, to like to rough house. Uh-huh. And then if my my husband is that kind of person too, that amplifies it. Oh yeah. And so it's it's a natural. Na- it's natural plus learned to go to a certain level. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's together. Mm-hmm. It's, right. And so anyway. Yeah. This is going down the wrong path. But <laughs> I just mean that I say things and I don't they, I don't mean them as a society would take it as, as negative. I just right. don't like right. it just comes out of my mouth as, you know, I don't know. And so my other friend was laughing. I was talking to her about it. She goes, I thought it was, I thought, I thought it was totally fine. I mean, that's just like, that's just an honest comment, you know? Yeah. Like, like it's just learned. Everything is learned. You Especially know? if you haven't been around her kids that much. I mean, yeah. you don't know. I know. But yeah. see, I mean, people could totally take that. Oh. I, and I told her, I said, if somebody told me that, I'd probably be offended. So. No. See, you know. my kids are always those kids, you know? Yeah. We go to so other mine. Yeah. I'm always like, okay, don't touch anything. Don't breathe <laughs> on anything. I'm going to like actually glue your hand to the side like because it's I mean you know our son and you we've talked about this before he when he goes to places especially if he feels comfortable enough he's been there enough like oh, yeah. he started you know he started stripping the socks and the shoes oh, off and sure. he, I mean he's just you know making himself at home and you know so and yeah I, 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 I get it yes yeah. and I'm really loose with my kids and so they do things that I know other people are looking at like are you gonna are you gonna parent here yeah and we're like, like no, no. <laughs> Not really. I don't feel like it's necessary. Exactly. Yeah, they're not hurting anybody. Exactly. And it's hard to stand in that truth. Yeah. You know? And so, you know, her her kids are maybe more rambunctious than mine. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Mm -hmm. And it's hard to stand in that truth Mm -hmm. as a parent when you may feel like you're being judged. Um, Well, and I think it also depends on the insecurity of the parent themselves. Like, do they, you know, are they insecure about how they're parenting? And, you know, it's... Do they feel like it, it just in other areas of their life, there's probably other insecurities that lie with there. So then it spills over into the parenting. Oh, for sure. And you I'm, know, yeah, and they think, oh, they're judging me or somebody's looking at me wrong. And, you know, I mean, I'm kind of to the point, I'm like, well, you know what? My kids are healthy. They're happy. They're not, I mean, we, we punish them when they're doing something that they shouldn't be doing to teach them. Like, this is not how people need, you know, don't act like this in society. Otherwise you probably right. get locked up or. Right. I mean, my, my son the other day was like, why do I have to brush my hair? And I was like really struggling with why he had to brush his hair. I was like, yeah. well, you have to be presentable in society. And he's like, why? And I'm like, well. You don't want to end up in the, like the people of Walmart. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, what? But I don't care about 
that. And I'm like, oh, you're so strong. It's like I'm glad. You know, but, yeah, yeah. Oh. Just brush your hair and stop asking questions. Yeah, just brush your hair. <laughs> hey, have you brushed your teeth? That's my thing. Have you brushed your teeth? Like, let me get the toothbrush ready for you because nobody wants to smell yes. terrible breath. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I, I know. Anyway, so that's yeah. going down a rabbit hole. But, um, you know, so of why I don't like drink anymore, or any of that and not feeling good and all that kind of stuff. So, um, yeah, so we had a, we had a, a good time, um, you know, on New Year's and uh, and now here it is two days later. Yeah, January 2nd. And, you know, the thing that everybody always wants to do on New Year's is, you know, they're like clean slate and oh, what are our resolutions? And it's always around like losing weight. Or I need to eat better. Or I'm yes. not going to, you know, yes. and um you know, Jessica and I have been talking that we're kind of looking at the new year in a different perspective with the month of January, at least is, you know, like trying to like minimalize things. Um, like I, I was taking her idea with, with my husband. I said, I think in January would be great for us to just not go out and like excessively just buy random things, you know, because you can go to stores like Target or Walmart, wherever, and then you go, oh, it's only $1.99. Well, all that stuff adds up and you don't really need it anyway. So yeah, it's just junk. So um, yeah, so we're coming up with this idea for the month of January of, you know, only trying to buy things that we need, you know, so food, obviously, Um, toilet paper, we need toilet paper, I'm not going to go that organic. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, you know, paper towels, like just household necessities, but nothing like, oh, look at this cute shirt. I think I'm going to pick it up, you know, because we just had Christmas and I felt like in the holidays, we, you know, it was just, just spin, spin, spin and just so much stuff, you know? And yeah. so I'm like, okay, I just need to kind of mentally regroup from that. Yeah. And, um, we had talked about on the last podcast that, Mm -hmm. you know, after Christmas that, you know, I really want to do this. And I was hoping that it went from January into February into March, you know, just this non-buying of stuff. And, um, we, we, we talked about that a couple weeks ago and you had said that, you know, you thought that was a really good idea because you were just so sick mm-hmm. of buying. Yeah. And um, I understood where you were coming from. And I thought, you know, it would be really great to just do a podcast on consumerism and, you know, kind of, kind of, you know, taking the layers back of all of that. You right. know, like you had gotten to a level of uncomfortability mm-hmm. of I had, you were consuming, 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 purchasing, mm-hmm. purchasing, purchasing, mm-hmm. and how, that didn't feel right in your soul. Yeah. You know, and it felt like maybe empty. Yeah. I don't know. I don't well, know like, that's how like, it felt. Well, I think because it it just got to the point where I felt like I wasn't necessarily I mean, I did, but there, you know, especially towards the end when I would forget things like, oh, I gotta do this or I gotta do that. So it wasn't like I was putting a lot of thought into some of the things, not all of it. Um, but some of the things that I was buying last minute. Mm. And I like to, you know, it's kind of funny with Christmas because I like to start Christmas shopping early because I want to be finished. Yeah. So that way I can enjoy the holiday season and not be stressed about what do I find and what I get. And and then I also like to try and find if, if I'm buying gifts for people, like things that they would use or maybe have a meaning. And, mm-hmm. and so I had a bunch of that kind of stuff already bought, um, you know, because we had left town before Christmas. And um, 
But then, you know, like even there were always those those last few things. I'm like, oh, I got to get another thing. Oh, I got to get another thing. Oh, you know, gift cards here or maybe this or I don't know. I'm just, then I feel like I'm just throwing money at it just to get through the holiday. I don't like that. That's totally defeats the purpose of the season and being with people that you enjoy being around and sharing and doing something for somebody else. And, you know, it's not like I don't mind spending the money on it. I just don't want to spend it and it not... And it just, they're not being anything behind it. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And I think that that is, I think that's how it is a lot. Yeah. You know, not just with Christmas. Right. I mean, like any time, you know, like Mm -hmm. how many times has a package from Amazon arrived on my doorstep? Oh, I know. Of things that like I thought I needed, but didn't really need. Right. And Mm -hmm. you open it up and you get the stuff and, and it's, for me, it's, it's empty. Yeah. You know, like. In my soul, like I'll look around and look at all of the presents that, you know, we've wrapped and everything. And it's just like, there's a tightening in my chest of it. I don't, I don't know why, but it's just, I don't like it. Like it just doesn't make me feel good. And, um, and you know, I was, I watched this Netflix documentary and I don't know the name of it, but it's about minimalism. If you want to look it up, I'm sure you'll, you can just search that, that word and it will come up, but it was about these two men that have written a book about it and um, they were just talking about like, you know, how much freedom there is from cleaning out like your life and Mm -hmm. only having it with the things you need. Mm -hmm. And I believe in all of that. And so I started cleaning up my house and, um, and, you know, I started small. And so I just went to like, the coffee cabinet and open it up. And I'm like, okay, well this one looks pretty good. You know, yeah. closed it. like, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but the thing is with minimalism, like true minimalism, it, you know, you mm-hmm. have to decide on this, on the, on the spectrum of where you're at. But with him, you know, he would have said, well, he lives alone mm-hmm. and um, this particular individual. And he would have said, well, I only need one coffee cup. So I opened up mine again. I was like, wait, there's like 12 coffee cups in here. <laughs> and then I know that I have like another 12 in storage yeah. downstairs. That's my good china. That yeah. I, like, like I've been married for 12 plus years. I've never used. Right. You know? We only bust that out at Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yeah, uh-huh. I don't, I've never busted it out yeah. at all. So, uh-huh. you know, I was like, okay you know, I would need to like pack up several of my coffee cups mm-hmm. and, you know, all of those from downstairs and like really cleaning that out. Yeah. You know? and yeah. So, so anyway, I took a step back from it, not because I want to hang on to those things. Cause I don't, it was just overwhelming. Cause I started looking around my house and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I mean, cause he even talks about like he got divorced and he said, so of course my first stop, not not I got divorced and I needed to reevaluate my life. My first stop was IKEA. Like oh. I'm gonna need, I'm gonna need a bed. And I'm gonna this. need a dresser and I'm gonna need a sideboard mm-hmm. and I'm gonna need a table and I'm gonna need another a, an informal table and I'm gonna need you know a coffee maker and you know and then and then I gotta find the perfect coffee maker that you know exudes masculinity and it's not too feminine and maybe that's not at IKEA. Maybe I'll go online <laughs> and look for that. And so I was like, I get that, like. Right. Right. Like that thought process of yeah. just constant consumer buying, mm-hmm. you know, and at the grand scheme of things, how much shit do you need? Do you right. really need the dresser and the sideboard and the nightstand and the, you know, full walk-in closet with all the extra drawers? I mean, right. what are we doing here? Right. You right. Know? Well, I think that's easy. It's easy to kind of go on to something and go into 
a rabbit hole in that kind of thinking too, because, um, you know, it, it's, you get wrapped up in this, okay, I need to not do all that. So I think you did the smart thing about like taking a step back. Cause I feel like it can be overwhelming. Cause I, you know, recently I cleaned out my closet. I don't know about like maybe four months ago, I did like a hardcore sure. cleaning out. And I mean, there was so much stuff. And then I tried to sell some at garage sales and I donated some. And now it's like, I've got a bunch in my garage that didn't sell. And now it's like, okay, I've got, I mean, and they're nice things. Yeah, it's, and I don't want to just like dump it off. I would rather take it to someplace. So I got to figure out like where I want to take it in town. So that way I know somebody can get use out of it because it's wearable. It's just, it's just, it's not my style anymore. I don't need it. I don't wear it. And somebody, you know, and, and so that's, I got to do that after the kids go back to school. Cause I can't process through that. Cause sometimes it's hard for me to let things go. Cause maybe I think, Oh, I could, I might use it later. Absolutely. I don't want to just throw it away. Yes. I not feel like I'm throwing money away. Cause I've spent money on yes. this and you know, so it's, yes. then you can get into that cycle. And it's so, you know, and some people are really great at selling things online and stuff. And I've tried to do that and I, it just doesn't work for me. I don't know if my pictures aren't great or my descriptions yeah. are not good enough, but it's, it's almost nearly impossible for me to sell anything. So I usually do the thing where I'm like, I want to go take it to someplace that I like to support and, and let them use it in their thrift store or whatever, you know, where, where people can just go in and get it and not have to actually, yeah. you know, pay for the things. So there's, there are a couple places in town. I just need to go through and do it and get that cleanse done yeah. and over with. And I will, um, but I also, you know, thinking about all this, because there's a book that the girl wrote, like, and, and it's kind of the same lines, like a minimalism, like cleaning it, you know, if you're going to keep something, does it give you joy? Oh, spark, you know, like it sparks joy. Yeah, that yes. kind of that. Yeah, yes. that kind of stuff. And I've not ever read it because I, I have that personality that I know that I will go on the obsessive one. Like I would be yeah. the one coffee mug in the cabinet, <laughs> you know, one plate, yes. one bowl, <laughs> One set of silverware, one coffee mug, you only get half a paper towel. I mean, I would like go down that hole um, because I know my like OCD personality would kick in. So it's kind of like, I think it's my own protection mechanism that I try not to get. I have to be very cautious when I do stuff like that. But I do think there is a point where you can incorporate a good majority of that and still not, you know go crazy with it. So yeah, I, I think there's definitely, you know, cause we're, you know, I have been a very honest, I feel like our house is too big. I don't, it, it, it kind of is a life suck for me in mm-hmm. some ways. Cause mm-hmm. I just, it feels too big to me. It's not, it doesn't feel right. Yeah. But we're not selling it. We're right. going to keep it. We live close to my parents. It's, it's, oh yeah. you know, we've got two growing children yeah. that will probably really be happy with the size of the house eventually. Mm-hmm. Who knows? But we're not selling You're gonna it. You're going to need it as your kids go through. Yeah, I don't know. So anyway, <laughs> so, that's what we're going with. Yeah. But, but I It's feel, like, can you just go live outside for a little while? <laughs> yeah. But it it kind of makes me uncomfortable, but we're not selling it. And so, um... Anyway, I, you know, I agree with you. There's this happy medium of I, I can store 12 coffee cups, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. it's not really a problem. Right. So I'm just kind of working through where is, where is the right balance for me? Because there's some people even like on this podcast that, or not this podcast, that video or that documentary I watched where they have like 33 items in their closet. Yeah. That's purses. That's shoes. Wow. That's. All. And she said that she can rotate. I mean, that's workout gear. Holy cow. Yeah. And wow. so she yeah. said that though, 
she can rotate 33 items and nobody ever knows that she's wearing the same stuff. And from that, what it also did is that, you know, this consumeristic society has turned into really a buying and throwing away society. And she said, you know, I have money to buy the clothing that I love. Mm -hmm. And so every single item in my closet, I love, right. You know? And so that says something. That's that's when you should spark joy. There's nothing wrong with consuming, right? It's just the process of consuming to consume and not evaluating like, Oh, I think I need a new tank top. Do you really need a new tank top? Or do you just want it? And if you want it, why, when you've got 90 of them? Right. I mean? Exactly. And yeah. So um, I thought that, you know, I'm not, I can't cut down my wardrobe to 33 items at this point. No. I, and so, I don't think I could either. Cause I mean, I don't know. That would be really tough. Cause I have like the, and I keep things for a long time. I do too. I, my, most of my stuff is like stuff. I need to clean out my closet because a lot of it I don't wear. Well, that's it. Yeah. When I clean mine out, I had things that, that I wore in college. I mean, yeah. I know that's really bad. Oh, I, I'm sure. I but yeah, too. because you know, like sizes and stuff. I mean, you, you know, especially after, you know, when we've had kids and you know, a, a woman's body will fluctuate and stuff. But once I kind of got back to just my body just kind of resettled itself. I mean, there were some changes, but for the most part, I could still wear most of that stuff. Yeah. And then I didn't, you know, and some of it I really liked because I, I get sentimental about like, Oh, I remember having dinner with my dad and I wore this outfit and you know, so, yeah. I mean, that's kind of weird. I know, but no, I keep I things. I mean, they're, they're, I don't, you know, they're just in a drawer, but it's like memories that, you know, I love and it might just be like a shirt, like a well, favorite just- shirt. Yeah, just I think four years ago when we moved, I threw away or I th- didn't throw away. I gave away my um, prom dress. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, it's like you know, oh, I guess I need to get rid of this now. Huh? Yeah, but, like how you know again, my joy because you're just talking about sparking yeah. joy, which sparking true joy is a, getting rid of stuff. Mm-hmm. My joy, there was a piece of my joy kind of like stuck in that prom dress. Yeah, and like. It's a memory. Yeah, but do you feel when you went I through your closet? I still have my prom dress. <laughs> if, when you feel when you like emptied your closet, did you feel lighter? Did you feel better? I did feel lighter. I had to actually. Some of those were like you know, and my and my niece came over and helped me, and she was like, "Okay, hard nose, maybes, right. keeps," you know. Uh-huh. And so we had. I mean, my my whole room was just full of like different shoes and bags. And I mean, we just went through everything Yeah, and I did get rid of so much stuff. And like I said, you know, I, some of it was pretty old and, um, and so, you know, donated a bunch of things that I hadn't worn and, you know, cause I try and do like the two year, if you haven't worn it in two years, you're probably sure. not going to wear it. Sure. So I did get rid of a lot of things of the, and, and it was really nice. Um, and it did feel cleansing. And now I've got like this stuff sitting in my garage that I had already like cleansed from right. that, but now it's still it's sitting stuck. there. It's, it's like, like it's like a leech right there. It's like there. stuck energy. Yes. And yeah. it's just out there just yes. festering. Yes. And now I gotta figure out what to do with it. Yes. And my husband was like gonna take all of it to place yesterday. And I'm like, no, just hold on. I need to go through it and like he goes, well, if you're going to sell out a garage sale, I go, I know that, but I want to, I want to see what I, where I can take this. And I think I can take this here, Yeah, you know, base cause it's, you know, clothes and some shoes and stuff. And then you, then you start looking and be like, Oh, that is a really good pair of shoes. I know shoes. exactly. Maybe, your, you know. your husband was right. You just need to get it out. I should have just you had just him take it. You have to let go. You haven't yeah, let go of I those can't. boxes. I know. And, and you I were like, to. I want to give it to a good home and I want to Yes. It. And you have no idea if that good home they'll ever wear it. So just right. let it go. I know. I need to do that. Need to I need to do go. that. Maybe you just need to hold my hand while I do. <laughs> 
I think I'm going to need two hands for all the yeah, boxes you Yeah, exactly. Because it's like ridiculous. Well, and then yeah. some of the shoes aren't even in my right size, you know, because yeah. my foot changed after having kids. So that, you know, yeah. which I'm, I just, so it's like I, I don't, because I take good care of my stuff, you know, I don't dry everything and I hang it all yeah. up. So it's not like it's in bad condition. I just, I do. I have trouble letting stuff go because yeah. I hold on to like that. Exactly. And, that's, and, that's and that's I got to work on that. Well, I don't know if you need to work on it or not. All I know is that that's where I am with it is that I feel like a piece of me, my, a mm-hmm. piece of my energy is stuck in a chair yeah. or it's stuck in a purse and I don't like cleansing it out and getting rid of it and getting it out of my area, my, mm-hmm. my personal space is is um it's not a life suck anymore right you know it is is life freeing and life growing and so I want those benefits and I know they're there for me Mm -hmm. um you know and this this whole thing that we've started with this no buying anything in January it has been a real eye-opener to me because um you know, we talked before in podcasts where I would just go online and just look for stuff and fill it up in my cart. And yeah. I, and I wouldn't buy you it. You just wouldn't buy you it. You know, uh-huh. but, but now I'm like, why, you know, I, we talked about that where I stopped doing that because I was like, I'm not going to buy it. So why do it? Mm-hmm. So there was a little bit of piece of my time that mm-hmm. had been regained. Mm-hmm. And then lately I'm like, oh, you know, I need this or I bet, I bet Lowe's has, you know, there was a rug that I liked at Lowe's and I was like, you know, it's inexpensive. It's for our basement. I was like, I bet it's on sale now because it's like after the holidays, I better go see. I'm like, wait a second. (laughs) Like, hold on. I'm not buying anything. It's January. I can't buy that. Yeah. We'll look at February 1st. Well, I mean, it was like, I didn't even, you know, my, my mind has been changing in the way that those thoughts have been coming less and less because right. I'm like, I'm not even, it's not even on the table. It's not an option. Mm-hmm. So again, a little bit of my time comes yep. back. A little bit of my mental health comes back because I'm not consuming, consuming, consuming. Like, and so I, I thought it was interesting just this consumeristic mentality that I right. have right. that I thought I was like, I'm not that big of a consumer until you start thinking until about I it. started like, mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we're not doing it. Yeah. You know, I'm not consuming. Yeah. Do you know what else I was thinking of is, um, all the like subscriptions that we have, Oh, for sure. You know, cause we do Apple TV and stuff. So then you're thinking like Hulu and I don't know, all these different, um, you know, I, I was just looking at H the, history vault. I'm like, how much do I really watch that Right. when I'm getting charged like five bucks? You know, so I'm like, I need to, so I, that's what I want to do. Like, you know, in the next couple of days is go through and look at my subscriptions to see what can I cancel that I'm not using to save, you know, 10 bucks here or 15 bucks here, or how can I bundle this? And then I'm not having to have like the Netflix and the Hulu, and then you've got, you know, the prime and all that kind of stuff. So what can yeah. I do to, to try and minimalize even that? Yes. Because then that that's where a lot of money can get caught up. And I don't, and I think the way that our society rolls and, and December is the best month to have examples of that because of, you know, the, the commercials that are on TV and, how everything is really geared towards stuff. Yes. Um, you know, our daughter, her birthday is is on Monday. And, you know, with with, with the age that our kids are, it's easy because now she's like figuring out, you know, different brands of like, oh, Apple this, or, you know, friends have mm. phones or friends have Apple watches and things. And and we're really trying to not encourage 
her to have that yet. You know, she has a phone, but she doesn't have a number or a data plan or anything. I'm like holding off as much as we can on that because it's just another thing that I'm going to have to worry about as a parent. Yes. And, you know, she was wanting the new Apple watch. I'm like, there's no point in getting you an Apple watch one because you don't need it. Like it's super like, that's, I mean, you're 12 and also you don't have a data plan and, you know, so, but she's not looking at it as, oh, that's, you know, she's like, oh, but it's such a neat thing. And, and I saw it on TV and, you know, so it's an advertising and it sucks them in because they're not, you know, kids are not even mature enough to understand like the thought process that we're going through with that. Mm -hmm. And so it's up to us as parents to maybe guide that a little more, but if we're not doing it ourselves, then it's, it's hypocritical in this sense. Right. right. Absolutely. Even with Apple products, because they have done a fabulous job of, marketing in such a way that you want to be in the group. Yeah. You want to mm. be the Apple product. I you can't take be- the slow-mo selfie. I don't have the new phone. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like and it- I want an iPhone. I want the Apple watch. I want the Mac, you know, mm-hmm. I want to be in the group mm-hmm. of I, I'm cool and hip. You yeah, know, right. And, um, cause when you're taking, you're holding your phone up, the back's different now. It's <laughs> yeah. got three eyes instead of just the yeah, two or yeah. the one or, you know, and then which weight, which it's like when the 10 came out and then everybody knew when you had a 10 because the camera was like, the eye was pointed a different way instead of like going across. Now it's yeah, up and down, you know, God. so people would hold, I mean, but that's what Apple wants. Of like course. that's what they're going after. And a lot of companies are doing that. And so I think yeah, it's I, smart I que- to recognize. Yes. And I question, although I do, I have an Apple phone and I, I do got too. a, I got a desktop and a laptop. Yep. They're all Apple products. Yep. Me and, too. But I've never, ever looked at the competition to see if they had, cause they're all, they're, they're definitely less expensive. Right. But I've never looked to see if they are better or better or equal products. Right. I've just always decided that Apple is what I want. Mm -hmm. Most likely I think that they are great products, but, um, you know, how much of that is that I want people to know that I have the Apple phone, you know, even at 40, how much of that is, you know, I'm in a group. Right. So anyway, um, yeah, I, um, I, uh, I lost my train of thought is what I just No, did. I think, well, what's your, <laughs> no, because I think I see where you're coming with that because, um, and a lot of times if you do, you know, like say Apple is an example, you want to have all the products because then it like works oh, across the board. Oh, it does. You're right. There's, there's, but there's it is, arguments to it. For it sure. is definitely a marketing society, which goes back to the whole consumerism. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, what you were talking about earlier with the, you know, looking at um, Apple TV or Hulu or whatever and all those subscriptions mm-hmm. also, mm-hmm. you know, and you were saying, because those could be like $5 and $10. And I, I totally agree with that. Yeah. Um, but the way that I kind of look at it first is that, okay, it's not about the money. Because whenever I think of like a diet plan or whatever we've talked about in the past, it's all about like the, okay, the idea is to lose weight. You right. Know? Like that, right. The, the weight is the problem. And for mm-hmm. me, um, I kind of like kind of flipping it a little bit and saying, okay, it's not about the money. It's about like, is this providing me really any kind of benefit? Right. You know, and for having a subscription that I watch like once every 30 days or, you know, whatever, it's not bringing me joy. It's not Mm -hmm. really bringing me happiness. Like let it go. Yeah. And, um, there was a, there was an Instagram that I saw and it was a picture of a quote and it said, you know, look around you, you know, and it said all that stuff used to be money and all that money used to be time. Yeah. And I feel 
I feel like that like really hones in on my feelings about it is like, think of all that extra work you had Mm -hmm. to put in Mm -hmm. to get that stuff Mm -hmm. that just sits there and Mm -hmm. does nothing for you. Yeah. And you just keep on feeding the beast, you know, and it's never going to end, you know, it will never end unless you take control of that. Right. Um, so anyway, that's just, no, I think, and that's, and it's always good to January. I feel like it's such a good time to do that kind of stuff because, you know, okay, going forward, we've already had this year, we've already had Christmas, we've had all that stuff, but now going forward, it's a new mindset. And you know, that doesn't mean I'm like going to go through my house and like completely get rid of all the stuff. But going forward, being very mindful exactly. in what we purchase next right. or how we do things and that. And, and like you were saying, like, I'm hoping that this mentality kind of spills into February and, you know, mm-hmm. just as we go through the year and that, you know, it will be easier with my kids to help them understand you know, because it's like ripping a bandaid off. I mean, I was having a conversation with my daughter when we were, my husband and I were talking about it. And I mean, it's like look a horror across her face because she's like, we can't look in the dollar bin at Target anymore. And I'm like, no, we can look in the dollar bin, but we're not going to buy anything because there's nothing in there that we genuinely exactly. need. And it's just junky stuff anyway. Exactly. And why don't we put that dollar, you know, we're going to, they, they got some money for Christmas. And so we're going to start them to, um, actually today we're this afternoon we're gonna go and do like kids bank accounts so yeah. that way we're trying to teach them okay putting money in and when you take it out then it's not there you have to figure out how to put it back in if you know <laughs> and that and that sort of thing like yeah, just getting them learn right because I think sometimes it's easy for kids to get lost in that whole mindset of of being a huge consumer because they don't you know they're they're not having a paycheck and seeing the pay stub and yeah that sort of thing and and that can be such an eye-opener so and, we're gonna work on that and kids it's hard to um know to teach a child quality right because in the in the video or the documentary i watched as well they were talking about how back in the 80s the the in the millions or something was marketing towards kids mm-hmm. but now it's like a multi-billion dollar industry and one of the problems with the stuff that they're marketing to kids and even adults really if you want to know the truth but a lot to kids is just how much junky crap they're mm-hmm. marketing like oh, yeah. all of a sudden you want to get you want to get all 50 of these little teeny tiny you know like army oh, size men that do yeah. absolutely nothing for you or the LOL dolls yes. or, or you know Ryan's Playhouse which is all junk it's all very junky stuff mm-hmm. that's going to break quickly right you know and so teaching and even me you know if I had if I didn't buy so much junk I know that this is like table stakes, easy things to uh, understand. But if I didn't buy, buy so much junk, I could really buy quality things that I love. Right. And feel, again, yeah. I'm not against consumers. I'm, no. I'm not against purchasing things, but buying things you love. And will last. And, and will last. Right. And, and you love using them. Yes. You know? So exactly. if you go and you want to buy a coffee mug and you look at it and it 
I have a coffee mug that has oranges on it. I don't know. I got it maybe at Target, but I love that coffee mug. Oh yeah, it I have my joy. favorite one. Yeah, yeah. I, I always get excited when it's clean and in the cabinet <laughs> yeah, again. I'm like, oh, yeah. it's my favorite coffee mug. It's like the perfect size. Uh, yeah, and it fits your hand well. And then somebody gave it to me, and it has a funny meaning behind it. And it's like it's one of my favorite coffee mugs. Yeah, and you probably use that the most out of any of I them. I do. And like so, then I think that there's probably you know I got like maybe twelve mugs. Maybe there's three that are in heavy rotation. And the other ones haven't been washed in like, what, a year? Because I've never used them. Right, I'm exactly. Waiting the, I'm waiting for me to have brunch on Sunday. Uh-huh, so when, I can pull them out. Yeah, with the 15 people that will never, ever show up because I'll never have brunch on right. Sunday. And I wouldn't uh, drink coffee anyway. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> I mean, we'd all be drinking mimosas. Yeah. And I don't have enough flutes for those. That's so, right. So it's shit. like, you can use coffee mugs for those. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I mean... I think it's just taking a step back. My part, my part with the minimal, minimalism that I learned through this was that I'm ready for it. I'm hungry for it. I want it, mm-hmm. but I've got to find it a way that works for me. Right. And um, I, it really kind of slowed me down. Uh, and I think the way that I'm approaching it is that I'm going to start cleaning out my house some, mm-hmm. but, but this whole like non-purchasing thing yeah. is I think, going to do a, a big, a big duty there for right. me is that, you know, I won't be bringing more crap into my house and mm-hmm. not unloading, mm-hmm. you know, I, the, it's stopping, Yeah, you know, it's kind of like when you clean out a closet and then all of a sudden you have all this space Yeah, and it feels so good. It feels good. And I was even looking at like going through and like cleaning out old kids games that mm-hmm. we don't ever be played with. And, yeah. you know, and so I, you know, and, and that's, that is definitely, since I'm not going to be, you know, being a big consumer in January, I'm hoping I can take the time that I would spend, like if I ran errands to Target or whatever, and I can spend that, you know, working in my house to kind of help cleanse out some stuff, you know, get that stuff, the clothes and the, the draining, the mental drain in my garage taken care of and, and just some other things. And then hopefully, you know, my kids can see that and, and just being a representation of that and getting in the habit of it, I think is the most important part. Um, for me, you know, yeah, and so um, yeah, you'll it, have, is, it is a learned behavior, right? It really know? is. It really and is. And December is the worst month. November and December are the worst months for it. Yeah, and I and then learned behavior. I mean, my kids are getting it from me, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. watching my husband and all of that kind of stuff, and so. Um, and I'm not, you know, if, if you love buying stuff and love filling up your house and everything, go for it. Right. You know, I'm just, for right. me, I feel like it is a huge energy, energy suck. I feel like it's not aligning with my intrinsic goals as a human being of what right. I want out of my life. Right. And really, I think it's, you know, I can even go down like a, it's hard on the environment and, you know, all of those kinds of things as well. So it's just, it's just not aligning up with who I, who I am intrinsically and what Mm -hmm. I want to be. No. And I agree with that. So that is, that is our goal for January is to try and like start this whole process of really putting meaning behind the things that we do buy and then not focusing our energy on just, just buying crap. Yeah. Just more stuff because you're maybe, maybe you have time on your hands and you don't know what to do with it because you haven't, you haven't fed yourself, mm-hmm. you know, with, um, hobbies and those kinds of things. Cause you've gotten into consumerism and, you know, I, I kind of would leave with this is that, is that one of the things in the documentary again, that they talked about is just the fact that the way that we have 
um, formulated the American dream has been based on consumerism. Oh yeah. And so, yeah. you know, it's a car in every driveway, a chicken in every pot, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has a house mm-hmm. and the idea of mm-hmm. happiness, the American dream was not about, you know, are you valuable? Are right. you, um, are you intrinsically motivated? Um, do you have, uh, meaning in your life, um, are, you know, all those kinds of things. It was about, are, do you have the things that show other people that you um, have made it? Yes. And all of that is consumerism. Yes. So, you know, it is really taking, it's really saying, I don't believe in the American dream in that way. Because a lot of people say, oh, the American dream is dead. But I think that it maybe should be dead. What should the American dream be? Right. Not consumerism. Right. It shouldn't be about, I mean, I get, I get, I get wanting to have getting out of poverty and having stability. Mm-hmm. I get that. Mm-hmm. But past that, then what is the American dream? It, right. it can't be more shit. No, no. And I, I don't think it started out as that. I think it was, I think what really started that out and, and not just even get on a tangent, but I, I, it was, you know, having a better life, um, you know, having freedoms, yes. having that, you know, and that was the, the underlying premise for America. And then of course, you know, capitalism came into play and, and, you know, and, and it's changed over decades. Yes. And so, I mean, now we're kind of, we are into a more materialistic world, right. not just in America, but I mean, if you, you know, when we were in Hong Kong two years ago, I took my daughter there and I mean, you want to talk about like consumerism. I mean, yeah. everywhere you turned, there were, you know, luxury items, yeah. cars. Yeah. I mean, everybody was walking around with designer handbags and, this and, you know, and, and, and they were, and I don't know if, I mean, who knows if they're real or not, but it just, the fact of what they were promoting. Right. Um, and it was really an eye opening experience, especially for my daughter to see that, yeah. um, just the way that their society was designed. So, yeah. and I don't know, maybe they're very, very happy. I've never studied Hong Kong and the socioeconomic you know, um, well, they're having trouble right now, so yeah. they're riding. <laughs> yeah, I mean, isn't it very high suicide rates over there? Probably, yeah, because it's know. so stressful. Yeah. I think because they're everybody's wanting to like get the better deal and get you know. I mean, it it is so. Yeah. It's an interesting part of the world, and you can see how all of that either has spilled over maybe from where we started it and then they took and ran with it. And now yeah. it's filtering back over here again because they're making all the stuff that's uh, coming into our country. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. yeah. So I just think anyway. it's a very natural in, in each human being. It's natural to want to consume yeah. because it's just like, you know, squirrel storing for the winter, exactly. you know, it is a very natural thing. And so you know, if you're if you're starving and poverty and all those kinds of things, I can understand wanting to consume to a level that feels stable, mm-hmm. you know, but there's a lot of people in our society that are very stable and it's middle class and up and they are stable, but so they don't really need much more mm-hmm. and, but they still consume, they consume, mm-hmm. consume, consume and mm-hmm. things that don't, that don't provide any more stability. It's just more crap that you right. have to end up working harder for. Right. Um, and you know, like the McMansions of the eighties and, mm-hmm. you know, 
when people talk about the American dream, they talk about when they, the vision anyway, in my mind of the American dream is like the luxury car and the big house. And yeah. The swimming pool yeah. And like, like wall street. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like that. Is that, yeah. I mean, don't yeah. you, do you feel like that? I, I feel like think? it's a, I feel like that's representative of a decade. Maybe. Yeah. You know, I, I don't feel know like it's, it's changing. I think it's probably changing. Cause I think, you know, the way that people view things is changing. I mean, there's still consumerism, but I mean, that was such a, that was such a Wall Street era, um, you know, the 1980s and stock market and all that kind of stuff. Um, but now, like, you know, all, I feel like that landscape is definitely changing. I think and I don't know too. where it's going to go. I think it's changing. I think that we it's still a fight against it because you know people that are selling stuff. I'm I have a business. I'm selling stuff. I mean, yeah. I don't want you. To, oh, I don't yeah. want you to stop buying. No, it, please don't. You know? yeah. yeah, and so and your daughter's caring about brands, and you know, mm-hmm. it's just like like you know the same as it ever was. Like the flock right. of seagulls, same exactly. as it ever was. Exactly, same as it ever was. It just like, keeps cycling. It does. I think. But it, I think it's changing on the pendulum a little bit. Yeah, we have to promote that. Right. Know? I agree. So we'll see. How how it goes. But anyway, that is what we're starting our new year's off with. And I'm excited about it. I feel good about it. And uh, we'll, we'll keep you posted on our journey of how this is unfolding um, over the next several yeah. podcasts. Yeah. So. And I would say that if you guys are interested in any of this stuff, definitely look at the documentaries, you know, find out what they're saying. They are mm-hmm. certainly the experts in it. Um, but you know, see where, see where just like walk into your house one day and be like, is this sparking joy? You know, just like that, that book that was written. And do you, do you, you know, how are you feeling about, about your surroundings? Mm -hmm. Um, and take an inventory, uh, and maybe do joining us on this journey of just not buying for like 30 days. Yeah. Um, and, and seeing how that goes for you and, and seeing if it, if it relieves time and energy and uh, gives you back some of your life. Yeah. So not even having to cleanse out anything in your house, just not buying. Just not buying because yeah. that, that's going to offer some space. Absolutely. So. All right. Well, thanks for joining us today and we will catch you on the next one. Yep. See ya. If you like the concepts you heard in this podcast, you can find me at www.lifestylelistener.com or even catch me on social media. I'm on Instagram at lifestyle underscore listener, Facebook, and Twitter.